Hello everyone and welcome back to the Anita Po Show and the Bitcoin for Fairness series. In this show, we're talking about the role that Bitcoin is playing in enabling economic empowerment for individuals and communities all around the world by providing a fair and open access to this global financial network. My guest today is Alexandria, a self-proclaimed Bitcoin maximalist from Bulawayo, the second biggest town in Zimbabwe. We're talking about the political and living situation in his home country and how Bitcoin can be an instrument for a brighter future. Alexandria is keen on learning and he wants to set up the first Bitcoin and Lightning full node in Zimbabwe. But what he needs is a computer and a Raspberry Pi. He can't afford that. So please, let's send him some Bitcoin, some Satoshis directly into his wallet over the Bitcoin for Fairness website. I've set up a donation campaign there and Alexandria gets all the money directly into his wallet without middlemen. So that's at Bitcoin for Fairness. The website is bffbtc.org and then slash and node donation in one word. Again, bffbtc.org slash node donation. As always, you can watch this interview on YouTube or you can listen to it in your favorite podcast player. You can also try to send me some Satoshis via the Lightning Network when you are using the Breeze wallet, the Fountain app or the Sphinx chat app. Thanks for supporting Bitcoin for Fairness. Go out to the Human Rights Foundation OKCoin okay and Leden, and also to Trezor for donating hardware wallets for my Academy participants. Now, enjoy the show. Learn Bitcoin will teach you the why and how to use Bitcoin. Anita's book is a concise and approachable introduction to Bitcoin. Lynn Alden, investment strategist. Order your copy now at learnbitcoin.link. That's learnbitcoin.link. So hello everyone. Today I'm welcoming Alexandria from Bulawayo in Zimbabwe. Hello, Alexandria. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm I'm, I'm enjoying being back in Harare because I actually grew up here in Harare and then I moved to Bulawayo. But this is my hometown and I love the language. I actually speak the local language here. I don't really understand the local language in Bulawayo too too much. Okay, Bulawayo is about six hours away with bus or something, right? Yes, it's about six hours away, so it is quite of a journey. It takes almost six a whole entire day um, to, 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 to get here. So, so you, you went a long way to come to my talk last Saturday in Harare. <laughs> yes, I did. I mean, I, I, know I watched your, your podcast and I believe even the, the first time I googled um, something to, to do with Zimbabwe and Bitcoin, it was, I, I, saw your, I saw your show. So I was like, when I realized that you were coming into Zimbabwe, I was like, I was, I was super excited to, to, to finally come and, and meet you. And even, um, so I, I represent, uh, I work with a team called Global Bitcoin Invest. And we, we, we do interviews with people all over the world. Um, we started mostly, we started in El Salvador. And then now we, we're just going, we're trying to cover everywhere. So when I saw that you... You're also doing, you also did a space where you're going into universities. I was like, that's an interesting way of, of helping spreading adoption. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to learn how did you do that? 
and um, like was there not controversy whenever you approached these universities um, just so that you wanted to talk? Okay, so the thing with the University of Zambia was that way that um, I connected uh, with people in Zambia, like in Lusaka. Okay. So a guy on Twitter wrote to me, like you did, um, are you coming by any chance to Zambia too when you're visiting Zimbabwe? And then I thought, yeah, I mean, it's the next country. Uh, why not? Yeah. And if they are inviting me and asking me to come, that's the perfect uh, opportunity because they then made everything on the ground. So they, there's, uh, there is Emmanuel from Youth for Crypto, which is an existing uh, community in Lusaka. Uh, and he's a student at the university. Wow. And I think he knew how to organize that. So what he did was he organized a room okay. in, the, in the university uh, and he just rented it, you know. And yeah. then they made a flyer, uh, like an invitation flyer. They had other speakers okay. and then they sent it out to their contacts and I posted it on, on Twitter and, and on my website. And so it's basically, you know, you, you just set up a room uh, right. It can also be an informal place, like mm. meet uh, outside somewhere yeah, under yeah, a tree, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to pay for a room. Yeah, uh, just make a, a, a time and a place, like every first Monday a month or something like that yeah. at this place. And uh, yeah, that's how it works. And I think you can also approach, if you know any teachers uh, or people who have one foot in the schools mm -hmm. or in university and if if you can like tell them about the possibilities that bitcoin brings to them and to their students then i'm quite sure that they will also say okay yeah come i mean so, yeah. if 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 you want to do that do that yeah it's the best opportunity of course yeah, yeah best is, yeah. yeah because um um, I, I also follow, uh, follow follow politics, and I was listening to one of the CCC um, conversations, and one of these strategies was actually approaching universities. Mm -hmm. To so I was like, if these if, if, if political parties can approach universities, which is very controversial, mm -hmm. I believe maybe something less controversial like um, um, Bitcoin may. Yeah, I mean you can you can uh, communicate it that way. It's financial education. Yeah. basic financial education okay. because you can also uh, share your knowledge about money saving if people yeah. can save here yeah and how the opportunities are with bitcoin there yeah. and um, so and there's also one thing i think many people think that bitcoin is a scam here yes, so um, you can also say i'm uh, introducing you to the things how you can detect scams so yeah. to put it that way, you're, you're protecting people with your knowledge, with your sharing your knowledge, yeah. so that they don't fall into scams because they will want Bitcoin anyways. Mm -hmm, exactly. But they they should know the right way, you know, to, to get to, it yeah. and not to, not to lose all of their money in a scam. Yeah, so yeah, maybe that's really, also an yeah, idea. Really yeah, I, I would definitely uh, try that. I remember this one guy was suggesting that maybe you don't go immediately say Bitcoin. Exactly. You just say, okay, um, I came to talk about fintech, right? Mm -hmm. um, for financial technology, or blockchain, or blockchain. Mm -hmm. and the reason why I'm coming to talk about um, about about fintech is because um, 80% of Zimbabweans are unbanked, right? And they're not interested in banking. They don't trust the banking system. So we're saying, okay, we wanted to introduce an um, alternative to that. <laughs> they, mm -hmm. they might be skeptical to that, and they're like, okay, what is that? 
and then you have to say the magic word <laughs> and then maybe hopefully they 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 will take it i would i would also do it that way yeah. because also uh because of the possible repercussions um of the government here you know you never know what is happening in the next one two three years maybe they really want a full ban of bitcoin because they they said already they want to control it offshore yeah oh really yeah yeah they said that oh because of the um i guess the government is really struggling when it comes to um they want to keep as much foreign capital in the country because we run a, a big deficit mm -hmm. right of foreign capital even if you look at the the um the, the government the um, government expenditure i believe it was in 2016 where this they spent 3 billion 3.5 billion over uh, over budget and without even getting approval from the i believe it was the the, the congress mm -hmm. so um Zimbabwe is in desperate need of foreign of of, of united states dollars and they, that's why i believe that they also they, they place bans on people being able to send um us outside of outside of zimbabwe so having bitcoin which can easily send money outside of zimbabwe is a bit of a challenge i think something that they want to stop but what's really interesting is that um I'm seeing Bitcoin adoption um, come, f and and it's not coming from Bitcoin as as an investment, but I'm seeing Bitcoin adoption coming because it's a better form of currency. So what I mean is that um, because we're under sanctions, and I would love to get into that topic of of sanctions, but because we're under sanctions, any individual that wants to get into financial markets often has to go through so many loopholes and it's challenging to get your money inside of, inside of Zimbabwe or outside of Zimbabwe. So what people do now is that they say, um, let me buy Bitcoin um, when it's outside. Yeah, so when it's outside, when they, as soon as they make their profits, they'll, they'll, sell, their, 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 they'll sell it from the exchange and they'll convert it to Bitcoin and then they can easily send it here. And then through WhatsApp groups, they can what? They can, um, uh, they can convert it into US dollars. So to them, it's a better form so it's a better form of it's a better medium of exchange. Yeah, yeah, means of exchange. Yeah, it's a, exchange. A, a a rails to get money in and out of the yeah. country. Yeah. And that's why, because like a lot of people, always you always find the cases that they'll say, "Well, um, Bitcoin is a first it's a first world problem. Bitcoin is too complicated, so people won't be able to understand it." But the thing is, you don't have to understand how Tesla is built or iPhone is, is made. You know, you just want to use a product, and if Bitcoin is just a better product then I believe adoption will just occur. I wouldn't even say that Bitcoin is a product. Bitcoin is no product in my point of view. It's an open network and that's, it's like the internet. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, The internet is also not a product. You can build products on top of it um, because if you, if we have take, used the word product, then people start to believe there's a company behind. Oh yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. And, and there is no marketing. I'm like, I remember this one guy I was talking to because I, you know, um, the only way I realized that these people were using Bitcoin as a as a minimum of exchange was when I finally like because I I'm you know as a as an investor or well, a Bitcoiner you know you I'm normally locked up in my room working from home so I never really engage with people outside so now I'm actually engaging people outside and um, this guy so when I was now talking to this person he's like well um, this this is how you're supposed to sell Bitcoin I'm like I'm not trying to sell Bitcoin <laughs> no 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 this, this, it it doesn't need any marketing. Um, I'm just trying to tell you the benefits because you sometimes come with controversial points and you're saying, hey, no, that's not true. I'm just trying to um, fight the, the, 
the feud, I believe that's the term. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's funny, it's exactly the same that happened to me. I was talking to people, uh, a guy in Zambia who uh, lost money in a scam, in a Bitcoin scam. Mm -hmm. And then I explained everything to him and said, it's an open network, etc., etc. And in the end, he said to me, so um, what are you going to sell to me? And I said, nothing. I don't sell you anything. <laughs> I'm just giving information, you know, because because I don't want you to run into scams. So, okay, um, you just said um, you're sitting alone at home trying to invest or save money or things like that. So how did you uh, at the beginning learn about Bitcoin or how did you get to know it and why did you start using it? Okay. So um, how I got to new um, no Bitcoin was I started off as a value investor. So value investors, you um, especially Warren Buffett, you know Warren Buffett <laughs> wasn't too big of a fan. Um, I started off by buying because let me say this um, in Zimbabwe. As soon as I finished high school, I'm like, okay, how um, let me go, let me start working with no skills, you know, um, with no skills and just start getting an income for myself. So I go, I try work, and these guys. The first paycheck I got with these guys, they didn't even tell you. So the, they said after three weeks, then we'll start paying you. And after three weeks, we'll pay you $10 a month. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, um, you, you absolutely can't do anything with $10. US dollars. Uh, then I tried other jobs. Again, it was around $10 a month. Um, and now I think the, the highest I got was about $30 US dollars per month, right? And this is a, um, this is a result of, of, of inflation. Right? Because before um, we saw 800% inflation, um, wages were around 500 US dollars mm -hmm. for civil servants. Mm -hmm. And as soon as inflation kicks in, um, we saw wages go from 500 US dollars to about $40. And that's the thing that I feel like people also kind of miss out about inflation because people always think inflation is just is an increase in, in um, cost of living. But it also affects how much you earn. Right, your, the, the amount of money you earn reduces significantly, right? Because um, let me try to explain this: is that if you if 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 if, if the cost of production starts to go up, and the businesses now can't um, can't pass that cost on to individuals, right? They have to start absorbing those costs, and the way they're going to absorb those costs is by reducing the pay of the of the of the of the, of the, of the, of the employees because that's, those are the first people that uh, that they, that can use the cost and they're gonna bring it on to individuals. So inflation is very is 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 out of that. So yeah. So I go from I go from um, trying to make um, just trying to work to saying okay, um, let me just invest full time. You know, because I've always been passionate passionate about investing in financial markets. I've always been also just trying to start start small businesses. You know, up and about. And um, yeah, so I, I thought the the best way is instead of trying to like come up with the next Facebook, let me <laughs> let me uh, yeah let me let me find um, good companies I can uh, to deploy my capital in. So I started off with 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 um, with stocks, and um, and I I used to listen to the guy called Kristen Pitch. I don't know if you know the. The Billionaire Podcast. I forgot the, the name of the it. Is the, the Billionaire Podcast we listen to? We we follow Bitcoin. We, we follow billionaires, whatever, whatever. Oh, okay. I don't know yeah. that one. I know Preston Pitch. Yeah, yeah Preston Pitch. So he, um, at first, he was also a value investor. You know, mm -hmm. he stayed away from trading. You know, mm -hmm. low type investing, investing, and and I'm like, and then 
I was really, I was kind of upset in the beginning when he started talking about Bitcoin, right? <laughs> you know, like I think a lot of people are, because a lot of people view this thing as a scam. You listen to Warren Buffett, he's like, oh, it's, it's bad poison. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, you're playing the, the greatest fool theory. Um, you, you have all this feud, you know? So at the beginning, I was, I was kind of upset and I almost stopped listening to his podcast because of that. And then I just kept listening to him and then he, he came with so many valid points and I was just open-minded to that. I was like, okay, and then I did my own research. And you know, the, the first thing as an investor is that you want to calculate the intrinsic value of the asset. <laughs> yeah. And then if you're gonna see, okay, is this discounted to, 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 to the intrinsic value? And um, we believe that Bitcoin one day is gonna be worth around maybe $10 million a coin or $5 million a coin. So it's extremely discounted um, uh, to, yeah, it's extremely discounted, right? Um, to, to, to its actual worth, right? Um, and so Bitcoin is, is it presented itself as a perfect investment if you want to hold for the lifetime, right? You don't you don't you don't you don't buy just um, you don't buy for short time purposes. You just want to hold for for your for your entire for your entire life. And I thought Bitcoin was extremely discounted. So as soon as I calculated how much I could make, I'm like, yo, how can I get Bitcoin? <laughs> and that was the, one of the biggest challenges because you know mm -hmm. um, sanctions. We, we couldn't I couldn't just register on on an exchange. I, I contact my uncle, I contact my, my cousin, I'm like, yo, can you, can you please set up a account for me because I can't do it in Zimbabwe. And they were so unwilling to help. They were like, no, this is the this taxation, this and that, you know, they just, they just don't want to help, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, yeah, so, 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 so um, from then, um, when I finally, when I finally uh, find a loophole through a lunar account, mm -hmm. because my father, was was also was also was also it was he's he's also a bitcoiner and and into cryptocurrencies. I was surprised because um, he he never used to like investment. He he wasn't really big on investment. And I, I used to just sometimes pitch the idea, investment ideas to him, and you kind of disagree with our disagreements. But the one thing that he was passionate about was uh, was was was. Um, was uh, cryptocurrencies? He's not. He's not a Bitcoin maximalist. Yeah, but really? he was. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Great. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I was like, and he was even like talking to most of my family about cryptocurrencies. You post it sometimes on a regular basis, and I'm like, okay, so you. How did you do it? How did you manage mm -hmm. to think? And he's like, um, he showed me how he managed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me try to accept because um, yo, I think also the, the problem with the largest Zimbabweans is that. Um, as soon as an exchange says we don't take you on, they stop trying mm -hmm. to actually register on exchange, exchanges and stuff. Okay, so now you mentioned Luno. So if you yes. have someone in South Africa, I guess Luno is in South Africa, right? Is it in other African, African countries too? Do you know that? Um, I, I, I believe so. I, I so Luno is, is, is available anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. It's just that now, ah, as soon as you say that, my address is in Zimbabwe, because you can say you can you can use your actual a passport and identification. That's not a problem. Right? Mm -hmm. The only challenge is when you say when you have a South African address and a South African I was yeah uh, no. So if you have a Zimbabwean address and a Zimbabwean phone number, okay. these guys will get the immediate KYC flagging. Okay. So you need you can use your ID, but you need a uh, South African address. Yeah, you need a South African mm -hmm. address and a South African phone number and then you can actually create your own account mm -hmm. so now the challenge is you just send your money outside of Zimbabwe into South Africa and then, and then if you can make a direct deposit into your bank account 
then you, you're free to buy uh, Bitcoin. The challenge is, is selling the Bitcoin because now when you try to sell the Bitcoin, the exchange will say, um, you need proof of it as this, proof of this bank account, proof of that. So Okay. Yeah, you for, you, mm. I think you should do it differently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> uh, these KYC uh, exchanges, they have to uh, stay inside of their regulatory uh, their regulations, and so they start asking you all these questions. Um, I mean, you, what you what you what you intend to say is you can exchange your US dollars to Bitcoin there, but then you can't send it to your own wallet, right? To a self-custodiate. Yeah, you now you, you now so oh, so like I. Why? Yeah, you yeah. can send it to your own wallet, can't yeah, you? Yes, I can. But I can. then you need also US dollars, right? Uh, um, no, so oh, so once oh. you buy Bitcoin, it's okay, because Bitcoin can move anywhere, it can move freely. Okay. So actually, I, when I I don't I didn't really trust Luna, because it's that was it's that an exchange. I have more faith in um, American regulated ex, uh, American exchanges, um, because. Often, most scams um, happen outside of the United States. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 but but to be honest, I wouldn't trust any centralized. Yeah, That's the next step. Yeah, it's just um, it's just like well, what I'm trying to say is that is if I'm going to if I'm going to buy Bitcoin, I I wouldn't put more faith. I would rather put would more rather, faith in, in the United States because yeah. most scams when it comes to um, African countries. Yeah. It's really high. Mm -hmm. It's really, really high. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, just just for like, if you if you want to use, uh, um, if you want to buy, and maybe just store for a short while before you put on a hard wallet. You know, uh, I would say okay, maybe uh, BlockFi or something that's actually in the United okay. States because of the, yeah, because of the regulations. Yeah, I mean, there. BlockFi had oh. also. Problems. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I remember they, they got a they just recently got a hundred million dollar fine yeah. for 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 some for something. So, yeah. So yeah, um, I understand what you mean, but to be honest, I know someone who's working or has been working at Luno, so I, I think they are okay. But I, you know, but other, <laughs> I don't know too. I'm I'm a, I'm saying to everyone, one self custody your Bitcoin. So um, then you said you wanted to pay out US dollars. Then they are asking for your bank account verification and all those things. Yeah. Is this when it's above a higher amount, like a limit of 1,000 USD, or is it also ready when you only want to uh, pay out 100 USD? Well, um, I, I, I don't think the, the, the amount matters. Mm -hmm. I just think it's only when you're selling your Bitcoin. Yes. That's when it can be a challenge. But I've, I've found, like, because I've... I, Sell I, it for other coins or no? Yeah, you don't know. Just if you if you're not wanting to sell the Bitcoin to to cash out fiat because maybe you yeah. need for to pay an expense. Yes. that's yeah. when they ask for you these these um, that information and stuff. Yeah, but so then you, then you could like <clears throat> send the Bitcoin from the exchange to your own self custody wallet yeah, and then go to a money dealer here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, so now um, I, I believe that now the best way is um, is peer to peer transactions on my side. And I think that's, I mean, I think that's one of, I believe that's what Bitcoin really wanted to be, was a peer-to-peer -peer exchange. Yes. So I believe like the sanction thing, even though they restricted us from, um, from, from being able to, 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 to trade and stuff, they're making it more decentralized. So now we're not going to be, we're not going to be, um, we're not going to be um, tied to just one exchange, you know? 
whenever you want to sell Bitcoin. Zimbabweans can sell, they're, they're, really developing, they're really developing their own networks in order to be able to do these, these, um, these transactions. So that's more decentralized, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's, it's slightly a bad thing, but it also it's now kind of working out to be more favorable. Mm-hmm. favorable. So yeah, um, so yeah, sanctions, uh, it, it is it is it kind of hopped out a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'd love to even get into that topic of, of what sanctions and, and government mismanagement has done and why Bitcoin would have helped. Yeah, let us talk a little bit mm-hmm. about that. Uh, I mean, what are the daily problems of Zimbabweans? I mean, there are a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so starting from load shedding when power is out at the mm-hmm. moment here yeah, again, yeah? And to water delivery and that the, uh, the, the, the waste uh, is not um, taken away, also you pay for everything. Or like the the power is out now because the guys at CESA uh, stopped working overnight and seems they need to mention some things today because they they don't work overnight because then they have no transport yeah. and and you, for everything you need transport money because buses are very expensive. I mean, if someone, I think the average income is in between 50 US dollars and 300 maybe. Yeah, yeah. you're and really lucky to get the what, what cost mm-hmm. does the bus from Bulawayo here cost? Yeah, okay, so yeah. So the bus for bus from Bulawayo can cost around 25 US dollars. Yeah, so. And that's someone's, <laughs> almost that's someone's entire wage, yeah. right? Um, okay, so now, so this, the, the, uh, what I like to begin with when it, when it comes to you, um, the challenges of Zimbabwe is that um, what you often find um, is that you have both individuals putting the blame on each other. You have the people, uh, or you have government, government, you have so you have government mismanagement and you have sanctions. Mm-hmm. And what these people try to do is that they try to push the blame onto saying that all the problems coming from sanctions. And mm-hmm. then and then so the guys who are sanctioned Zimbabwe is like, oh no, all the problems are coming from Zimbabwe. You know, it's not. Um, you should look at your government etc. Right. And I'll f- let me start off with, with government mismanagement so that people I don't <laughs> so like um, understand to, to know so that I don't piss off the wrong people you know to say that um, government mismanagement here in Zimbabwe is extremely bad you know so you're talking about ZESA, um, um, ZESA power cuts one of the reasons why we have um, ZESA power cuts is firstly is because um, most of the infrastructure that was built in Zimbabwe was I think it was before 1980. When it was, was about so in Rhodesia time, right? And it was the cities weren't overcapacitated yet; they were very small, right? Um, these guys, when they built them, they hoped that they, um, they will keep there will be more investments in future on, so that as the population grows, the population expands, um, so does the infrastructure for this expand, right? And the government gets the money. I believe those those one incidents where the government got about sixty million dollars um, to 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 buy to build um, um, solar panel to build solar panels to improve the uh, the power infrastructure. Um, but you know, you know, it's in Zimbabwe. Um, they gave it to one of his friends. They gave it to one of their friends. Someone with no experience whatsoever. The guy gets the money, and he just builds a, a few ten houses, and then he he takes off. They catch him. They he, put, he does five years. But what he's robbed, robbed people from is he's robbed people, so many people from electricity, right? This money could have, because I mean, even one of the, the, the things where we, we're experiencing right now is there's extreme, a lot of people, like entire neighborhoods in Blawayo having the coppers, having their, their, their power cables stolen, right? Mm-hmm. And the government has no money to, 
to repair these these cables, right? They, they have no money to repair these cables, um, to replace these cables. So after so, so what what is happening is that if this if the actual community itself doesn't come together and cooperate to bring to raise the money so that they can buy their own cables, mm-hmm. they can spend up to two years, up to three years with no power. Yeah. You know, uh, I experienced four months because it took it was like we spent we had to raise up to close to seven seven thousand US dollars, right? It was just twenty houses, I believe. Mm-hmm. 20 houses they had to raise up to 7,000 US dollars um, to replace these cables okay. because the government thing. And you can so you say, um, why is this the case exactly? Why is this happening? Well, it's because the government um, has nationalized most of the industries in, in Zimbabwe. They've nationalized 107 companies. And they, they've lost, I mean, these, on average, these companies lose, lose up to $300 million. They owe up to they owe three billion dollars. This alone, I believe, I believe it was in 20, um, 2018, lost lost half a billion dollars. And right. yeah, and I think one problem is also that the government then goes to China or to other countries uh, to get loans, and uh, for those loans, uh, they basically give away all the natural resources, everything. I mean, China is mining everywhere here, in in nature. Uh, do you, how do you say it? Nature heritage, uh, yeah, nature heritage yeah. areas and things like that. So there's no protection of the environment at all and no protection of the common good. Like there's also the topic of gold smuggling, right? Yes, yes. So yeah, I mean, the, one, of the, one of the arguments this, this ruling party likes to, likes to say is that um, we, we liberated um, the, the Zimbabwe from, 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 from the colonialists, right? And now, and we're, we're better off from South Africa because South Africa sold all the resources and, um, and uh, thing. You, unlike Zimbabwe, we've kept our resources. And that's not true. In fact, let me just give you um, some cases that in Ch- um, the Chadezi diamond mine um, lost $15 billion worth, uh, worth of diamonds. Lost. Lost. 15, yeah. It's just all lost. Due to $15 billion. Um, the, 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 what you call it? Um, every year, about close to $1.4 billion worth of gold is, is looted or smuggled out of Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. right? Every year, mm-hmm. on average, we actually lose we lose um, ten billion, uh, two point two billion dollars every year to corruption. Right? Um, Command Agriculture, the project run by the government, I believe it was ten billion dollars. Ten billion dollars that was looted. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. Gone. Yeah. And the the reason why we, we, this is very important is because Zimbabwe lacks. Um, it really lacks infrastructure, or it, it 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 goes into it actually goes and affects um, the lives of actual actual citizens. Right now, um, Zimbabwe doesn't have any um, cancer. This like this, cancer? this is cancer machine, I believe. Because I forgot the exact uh, name for it. Yeah, it about two, yeah. health health uh, yeah. services and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it costs about two million dollars for for mm-hmm. one machine. Mm-hmm. We I don't also have heard. One. I also heard that women are dying quite regularly when they are at childbirth because yeah. there is not uh, the medical uh, infrastructure needed to save their lives. Yeah, about two thousand two thousand five hundred um, female die every every year oh. because they, they, there's a specific theatre that they need um, for it, and the machine only cost it only cost you seventy. Uh, it only cost seven, um, seven, I think it was seven thousand, seventy-five thousand U.S. dollars. The government, the government, gave out eight point three million dollars 
and new discoveries, you know, to the guys, to the top shelf guys. Mm -hmm. New cars for themselves. They don't need yeah. these cars. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. They could have they could have bought they could have actually changed this, the economic situation but they don't mm -hmm. right so the, the, the one thing that that's also very important is, is to take for is that the government um socializes the cost of their failures on individuals and that's very important because this is something that is only possible with a fiat system right with a fiat system so the, the reason being is that um bitcoin uses proof of work right you have to produce value in order to, to be able to, to, to be able to be able to attain it but the fear system, um, um, what you're going to, so yeah, so in the, in the fear system is that the government, is, fear is basically, the government can um, can put money, and call, which causes inflation, which um, inflation is just an indirect tax, right? So I believe is that um, if a company fails like Zesa, right, because um, maybe because of government mis mismanagement, or even, yeah, just even like, or yeah, the government, because of government mismanagement, if, if Zesa loses money, if Zesa lost about, like I told you, $500 million, right? If, when Zesa loses that $500 million, they can just go to the government and say, listen, um, what we're failing, can you just please give us another $500 million to pay these expenses and stuff? And the government can just print um, that money out of creation, right? In a normal market, in a normal free market, if, if a company fails to provide, to provide value to, to a service, right, and it goes bankrupt, it will simply fail, mm. and, right, and a better company will come and simply mm. replace it. Mm. But because we're using fair systems, the government can keep afloat that 107 companies, which mm. don't make any money, mm -hmm. right, I think at our expense, mm -hmm. either through indirect, indirect um, um, taxation like inflation, indirect taxation like VATs, indirect uh, taxations through like um, uh, the cost of fuel, because I remember Zimbabwe has one of the highest costs of, of, of fuel. And it just uh, has risen in the last week, yeah, I think yeah. from 1.5 to 1.5, to, it's one. 2 in Bulawayo, or, or 8.7 in Bulawayo now. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, the highest tax. I mean, we, um, fuel comes, we, we fuel actually passes, um, fuel, um, what you call it, Zambian fuel, actually passes, goes through Zimbabwe. Which fuel? Um, Zambian fuel. Zambian fuel goes through Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. And it is still cheaper. It's actually more oh. affordable than thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> than us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we also pay high tech, we also pay this 2% tax on almost every transaction that we do. On every eco-cash transaction, yeah. transaction and, and they, bank, right? Yes, yes, yes. So just just like, just sending you money there, mm -hmm. right? And these taxation, like like that Econet transaction is only possible because, well, I, I believe it's only possible because we're using a centralized um, exchange that the government yes, can definitely. control, you know, definitely. right? Um, to, to keep these 100, the 100 companies afloat is only possible because um, the government can, can, take, can, can take our capital without permission and just keep paying these, these, these guys, right? They can raise money and say that it's for a project which never materializes, they give mm -hmm. it to their friends and it never materializes yeah. and yeah. stuff. So the first point is that, um, yeah, so the first point is that government mismanagement has caused significant problems in the economy, right? We experienced, <laughs> we experienced inflation of 2.38 million dollars percent, percentage-wise in 2008. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. 2008, yeah. Two it was the hyperinflation yeah. time, yes. Two, two million, two million, two, 200 million, 238 million dollars percent. But even now, inflation. I think it's in a way hyperinflation already. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're experiencing inflation around 800%, right? 800% mm -hmm. inflation. Mm -hmm. Meaning, and what inflation means is that you have to work 800% harder 
still be playing the exact same mask yeah. that you had to do. You know, these these your phone or the 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 bus fare or the bread, it's the exact same loaf, right? Sometimes or inflation. Yeah. Um, it even gets higher. The price gets higher. Yeah. So if you want to have unlimited internet here, like you would have in Europe or something, you're paying three hundred US dollars a month. Mm. I mean, in Austria, I pay thirty-five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thirty-five only. Yeah. Unlimited Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> well, I should come there. <laughs> yeah, because it is really, really expensive. So government's management has it has it has contributed to to the thing. And then okay, so now we also can now get into to um sanctions. And um sanctions sanctions are imposed uh, sanctions will always be imposed whenever a country under under international law, right? Um whenever a country is unwilling unable to protect the citizens um, the international community international, uh, other countries now have to step in to protect the, to, to protect those citizens right um, that's what they have to do mm. so they, they feel obligated to so um, you know human rights abuse abuses happen here as well we have always been happening yeah. you know just this last week um, just yesterday I believe um, uh, this 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 news reporter Fadzi, mm-hmm. uh, Fadzi, I've, I've got a name. Fatima Hare, she's a lawyer actually. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah she's actually mm-hmm. a lawyer. She her car got broken into, and I believe she was attacked. You know, mm-hmm. the a few days before that, tonight BT, um, these guys came with X's and even one person had a gun apparently. Right? And it's because it's uh, election time yeah, election and there time. are the uh, rallies uh, for the election running and there's a new party, the CCC, which is oh. an opposition party, yes. and they are under attack. Yes, this is a coalition of change. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have been, I mean, you know, Southern PF was always, was always kind of upsetting because Southern PF was always saying, we're a democracy. Please, we're a democracy. Um, these sanctions must go. And they always say the only reason for sanctions is because we we took back the land um, that was taken from us and we redistributed it. And if you even look at how they redistributed it, it's mm-hmm. questionable. Mm-hmm. But they, it's not only that. No, no. It is it's because, definitely not that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mostly because of the human rights violations. Exactly. It's because they, um, I believe in 2008, they, they didn't allow they didn't allow the international community to come and watch the, um, these elections because these these elections aren't fair and fair, mm-hmm. right? You see a lot of um, we believe a, a lot of rigging in these elections. You see one state that, has, that doesn't have even a population of three hundred thousand people, but the vote count is that they got three hundred thousand votes for this uh, for this political party. So, yeah. Um, so um, in two thousand and two, the first sanctions were imposed. Um, by Europe because the the European guys were kicked out for 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 um, when they wanted to come to to, to see the votes, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened was that a hundred. Um, f- firstly, Europe used to send about one hundred and twenty-eight million dollars to um, to Zimbabwean government. Mm-hmm. They stopped that. Yeah, right? I mean, if it's mismanaged, <laughs> yeah, it never gets mismanaged. to the people. It never gets yeah. to the people. Why why should we bother? Yeah. Why should we bother? So they stopped that. They banned about, I think they first banned about 20 individuals who uh, were um, connected to the Zanapir uh, party, right? And then uh, what came next was um, the, the American sanctions, um, which is known as Zidara. Mm-hmm. So Zidara um, stands for Zimbabwe's um, Economic, Economic Recovery Act. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, so Zimbabwe's um, e- Economic Democratic Recovery Act, uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. 
And the reason why um, American sanctions are very, very important is because um, <laughs> um, sanctions work through three ways. They work firstly by um, supply chain disruptions, trade blocks, and then financial restrictions. Okay, mm -hmm. financial restrictions. And financial restrictions are one of the reasons why we actually experience hyperinflation or, or um, inflation in the economy. If you look at, or just one slightly, slightly reasons, if you look at any country right now, um, they're either experiencing double-digit inflation or triple-digit inflation that have been sanctioned, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, this guy also pointed out the fact that sanctions aren't there. They, and the problem is that these guys always say they say targeted, uh, targeted sanctions, and it's not true. It's not true. Actually, they, they say that because of PR. Mm -hmm. But the real reason for sanctions, the real reason for sanctions is to punish is to is to is to is to punish the citizens in that country, so that the citizens will 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 what should we will 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 um, stand up yeah will stand up and try to enforce change either yeah. through democratic way or through <laughs> political uprising. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, if you have been living in a dictatorship for so many years, if you see the daily uh, abuse like of people, they are going missing and they never come back. There are Uh, women are raped and things like that because of political reasons, then how should the people here really, uh, how should they be able and have the power to rise up, you know, and to dare uh, to stand up against um, the government, yeah? Well, is, is this even like, okay, even if you, see, you talk about how it's a dictatorship, but even in a, in a, in a democratic sense, the government has monopolized as a monopoly on violence. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, an, another topic. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yes, it's monopoly violence. Yeah. So you, it, there's no one that can um, keep the government at check if they, if they. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends. I think yeah, in a okay. democratic country, you at least have the feeling that you're able to elect the party yeah, that the most yeah. people want in government, yeah. and you can. Uh, take those down with another election. Yeah? Another and election, and you, yeah. you are allowed to go demonstrating, you are allowed to go on the street uh, and things like that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, And that you don't have, have that here, basically. Yeah, I mean, just Saturday, the CCC uh, uh, election rally in Marondera was um, banned by was police, banned, was banned. <laughs> but the, the, the government political yeah. party held its... I understand. <laughs> yeah, because the government, whenever they want to host a, a rally or meeting, they don't have to, they don't have to ask for permission. Yeah, okay. So they just do it. Yeah, yeah. just do it. Citizens Coalition for Change has to ask for permission. Mm -hmm. yes. And then when they do get permission, you look at what happened in, um, in Gokwe, I believe, where these guys, no, it was, actually it was Kwekwe, mm -hmm. where the of youth thugs came in So one person even had a spear, came in with metal bars and were beating, like they were brutally beating um, the citizens of coalition for change people. Mm -hmm. People were coming with scars, people had broken verbs, a person actually mm -hmm. died, oh. right? And this was right before, uh, um, I believe, I, I forgot the, 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 the person for it, whether it was the vice the vice. The vice president or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I forgot his name. Mm -hmm. So um, he said that we want to crush the citizens coalition mm -hmm. like lice, right? You know what I mean? Wow. You know, mm -hmm. so they're inciting political violence, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons because there is no rule of law in Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. So of course, the international community has to impose sanctions mm -hmm. on, 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 mm -hmm. on 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 Zimbabwe. Right? Yeah. But the problem is uh, that it also. Um, 
is negative, has negative effects to the regular people because they can't go at an exchange. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you say, I have an address in Zimbabwe, you're out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, I think, why Bitcoin is so important because it's the only money or tool that you can get without these KYC processes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, exactly. So, yeah, um, that's what I want to get into now was that. Um, let me, let's, let's, look at, let's look at financial restrictions. Mm -hmm. So as soon as sanctions are imposed, they they use they use SWIFT. You know, SWIFT is the Google Swift, website. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what SWIFT has, it actually has this thing. You can actually even go YouTube it. It talks about um, suction screening. So suction screening mm -hmm. is so normally before sanctions, um, if I wanted to send a payment from from Yen Zimbabwe, um, I could just send it. Um, I could just send it to you in, in Austria, right? Right, easy, easy. Um, so the, the payment will come from here, and then it'll go to here easily. Now with SWIFT sanction screening, I the, I the user, if I don't know, I can I can send the payment, and then it'll, it gets it goes through a floating screen. So what either happens is that firstly it gets stopped here and it goes for investigation, or it gets immediately blocked mm -hmm. because it has this it has this link to Zimbabwe, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a completely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a completely um, cuts out uh, what you it completely um, cuts out all individuals mm -hmm. in Zimbabwe from, 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 from financial services, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so we can't send, we can't buy assets outside of Zimbabwe, yeah. even when it, came, when it comes to international payments. Mm -hmm. So what happens with banks is that they use this thing called, um, uh, is, 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 is bank relations, something, customer bank relations or something like that, you know, corresponding bank relations, mm -hmm. right? So um, whenever we want to do international transfer, whenever we want to do international, um, international payment, right? Um, or maybe a bank in the United States would, um, they would, um, the, I'll make a payment, I'll like, I'll take my card, my, my, my credit card or whatever card, I'll, I'll swipe it, right? Then that information goes to, go, um, or will go to, 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 to what? To, to America. That, that credit information to say that this, this payment has made etc right every transaction yeah, goes every transaction. to to the us yes yeah, exactly. every single every transaction. transaction goes to united states mm -hmm. exactly but as soon as sanctions were imposed you're like no mm -hmm. yeah no you're cut off you cut off so you cut off basic transactions you also make it um you also make the cost of getting access to capital is significantly higher Normally, I believe um, it's around. Um, it can be around one percent. Is this pay? Is this form called the credit? Um, credit? Um, credit? Something. Whenever you want to do, whenever you want to transact, uh, do international uh, business transactions. Like if you want to import fuel, for example, mm -hmm. right? You have to. You have to. You have to get a, a credit. A credit form. Credit loan. Uh, Here in, in 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 Zimbabwe, you mean? Yeah, 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 you have to get like a. a you have to do this central bank auction to yeah. ask for US dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, so, so, um, yeah, wait, so, the co yeah, so those are the points of the cost of capital is also extremely high because you're under sanctions, right? Mm -hmm. Investments also deteriorated, right? Mm -hmm. If you, um, there's no, every time, once a, a country goes under sanctions, all investors pull out, you know, yeah. because yeah. they say that. Oh, because it's not secure to invest anymore. Why should I invest know, here invest when, they, when the money uh, deteriorates and I, mm -hmm. I have no uh, regulation that's secure because they change it whenever they want. They will do whenever they want, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, so you, you, you have that basically and it's, yeah um so like the, the access to capital really really goes down right if you if you actually look at one 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 case like venezuela as soon as sanctions were imposed or after 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 some time of sanctions being imposed 
the income per capita dropped by 72%. Mm-hmm. That's, a total, that's like having four Great Depressions in, in one depression, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I remember you remember reading the, the history of the Great Depression, how people were starving, mm-hmm. unemployment cures were like that. Mm-hmm. And you look as well, we 92% unemployment, mm-hmm. right? Um, 70, 76% of the youth in the working age are unemployed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're earning like average income of what? $40 to, mm-hmm. to about $200, mm-hmm. which is not livable. The cost of living is on. for um, And you yeah. also, you get it in RTGS and not in US dollars. Yeah. So and, you get it in the weak Zimbabwean <laughs> uh, currency. Yeah. And um, yeah, so. And uh, but that's also, you know, the one thing that also kind of gives you confidence is that most Zimbabweans will, will never, as soon as they get the RTG, if they can, they'll convert it into US dollars mm-hmm. because they know that this isn't a good form of currency, mm-hmm. right? So you, I also see that happening with, when the US dollar starts to hyperinflate or starts to inflate, you want to see people also saying, hey, this isn't a good form of currency, let me think, let me, let me put it into Bitcoin, regardless of whether they know how Bitcoin works, but they just know that Bitcoin has a good track record of, of, thing, of actually appreciating and it will be deflationary instead of being inflationary. And, and do you have the feeling that more and more people here in Zimbabwe know that and want to start using Bitcoin? Yes, yes, yes. Well, and that's what I was saying. That um, my father, my father was mm-hmm. into Bitcoin way before me, mm-hmm. right? And my, and my father, he doesn't invest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you see someone saying, "Okay, let me invest for the first time," mm-hmm. and that's what you're seeing, right? People who've never been investors are saying, "Okay, let me, let me. What is Bitcoin, mm-hmm. or what is the real return on Bitcoin?" Yeah, you but know? you also say uh, short-term trading is not the way to go, right? Is this your yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. I, I don't believe. I actually, I, 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 I don't like forex, right? I mean, if you just look at the numbers, because okay, the one thing that whenever you make a decision is that um, you, you must say that um, nothing is 100% certainty, right? Science has proven that nothing is 100% certainty, right? But what we can do is we can use probabilities. We can, whenever we make a decision, we say, okay, this has a high, po- has a 70% probability of working. This has a, a 70% uh, probability of failing. Look at the probability of folks trading or trading in general. Or folks trading, 97% of them fail within the first six months, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They lose everything, not just yeah. fail, they lose everything, yeah. right? Um, traders, if you look at, um, if you look at why the, the difference between value investing and, and trading is that, um, the correlation between price action and fundamentals within the, uh, a time frame of three years is only 36, 30, um, 36%, right? Mm-hmm. 30%. Meaning that if I, if, I, if, I, if I gave you a coin today and I said double or nothing your net worth, right? right? Um, you have a 50% probability mm-hmm. of doubling your, your, your money, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't take that, right? <laughs> your net worth. But individuals have less have a less a lesser probability of being successful in trading yeah. <laughs> yeah. than a coin toss. Yeah. So um, I mean, people, if they, if you're successful in it, it's to you. But I just believe it's just it's just too highly risky um, for me, right? Yeah. And Bitcoin is where no one no one who's who's who's, who's investing in Bitcoin over a time frame of 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 three point five years or four years has ever lost money. Exactly. In fact, they've achieved a return, um, an average return of two hundred percent every year. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, I've heard you on another podcast and you were talking about how you orange pill other people and how they can earn Bitcoin here. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned BlockFi, right? Okay, yeah. Can you well, tell me how that works? Because I then have a question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so um, I, 
So, so firstly, when I was investing, I was I was visited with Charles Schwab. I don't know if you know Charles Schwab. No. It's a it's a American um, New York Stock Exchange, basically. Um, and then I'm like, okay, so now I need these guys don't they don't do bank they don't mm -hmm. do they don't they do don't things. Bitcoin, right? So I'm like, okay, wh where can I buy my Bitcoin? Mm -hmm. So first it was Luna. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I don't know Luna. It's, it's a South African exchange. I don't. I'm not too familiar with mm -hmm. it. Like, and I'm like, okay, um, then you YouTube. Okay, what other exchanges are available? And you say, oh, BlockFi is available. And so I, I was supposed to customer of BlockFi, and BlockFi gives you a reward of for every for like for one thousand for one thousand US dollars you get forty bucks, mm -hmm. um, for five thousand you get um, you get two hundred bucks, mm -hmm. right? So the rewards they they they're very low. It's okay, right? And then um, I, I used to follow BlockFi, but I noticed that Celsius was people were always talking about Celsius, yes. and Celsius for for every for for the person for a new person who creates account and deposit four hundred US dollars. They get a hundred dollar, or they get fifty dollar for depositing, mm -hmm. and the person who referred them gets fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. So, so in total, it's a hundred US dollars. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Um, instead of just keeping my money um, in one account, if I find new individuals every day, every month, sorry, mm -hmm. right, and I deposit my own cash into their accounts, so mm -hmm. they're taking no risk. Mm -hmm. I'm taking all the risk by entrusting them, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then we share the hundred dollar reward. Mm -hmm. Right, but how long do you have to have the money inside Celsius? I yeah. mean, I can't. Uh, you you won't be able to put it in, get the hundred uh, yeah, rewards, no, 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 and yeah. put it out again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they have a lockup period of one of one month, about thirty days. Okay. Right. Did yes. you so uh, for the uh, listeners? So uh, BlockFi and Celsius, and uh, there's another platform called Leden, which the are Leden. actually sponsors okay. of oh, my oh, my, yes, yes, my yes, yes. travels and everything. Okay. Um, they are lending platforms, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So you can deposit your Bitcoin there and yes. get a USDC or USDT stablecoin loan loan that you then can pay back over time, but you keep your Bitcoin, so you oh, get yes, your yes. Bitcoin out again. Uh, I'm saying I'll be interested in, in getting a loan. Ah, okay, I, yeah, because I thought that's mm -hmm. what you do. So you on, on Celsius, you just deposit US dollars. No, I deposit Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I deposit Bitcoin. Yeah, yes, you deposit Bitcoin and you get a hundred dollar worth of Bitcoin as a uh, right. premium, like a as a because uh, this is like a promotion basically. As a promotion, yeah. Because okay. on, on on average, what the real the real interest that these guys offer you is a six percent. Um, monthly interest because mm -hmm. remember these guys they, they 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 take your Bitcoin and then they lend it out to other individuals. Oh, okay, yeah. So you can yeah. lend or you can yeah uh, or you can borrow. Yeah, yeah, you can borrow. So yeah, so I mean, so from there, like you know, I was able to make up to about so it's depending on the price of Bitcoin, mm -hmm. but you can make up to so I was able to make up to like five hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars depending mm -hmm. on how much cash you have. Um, um, to create accounts and stuff. Okay. So it's about twenty percent return yeah. monthly. And do, okay, and do yeah. you have to KYC? There? Yeah, so and yeah. Celsius and all of them, I guess. Yeah, so so um, with with Celsius, I have to work with people outside of Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. So I just find, so I just tell my friend, listen, if you're able to find other individuals outside of Zimbabwe to help you create accounts for you, mm -hmm. then I can share the reward with you. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so that's able to just create income, mm -hmm. and the, that's the nice thing about that income is that it's not dependent on you, on on, on, a, on a job. You know, mm -hmm. and you can do that. And then go back to whatever work you're doing because I'm I'm, I'm actually a Chinese student, mm -hmm. so <laughs> so I don't have that much time to be actually working for other individuals. But I'm still making I'm able to make more from Bitcoin yeah. than a normal job. Yeah. In, in Zimbabwe. Yeah. So another question comes up now. We've talked about USDC and USDT stable okay. coins. Yeah. Um, do you use them? 
I've never used you know. I've, I've never used a stable coin. Okay, because I have the feeling that nobody here ever has used it. No, I don't. We okay. haven't used it. Um, one person was recommending that if you if Bitcoin wants to become a legal tender, can't see. Thanks, Zimbabwe. Which won't happen <laughs> with that government. No. Um, you would have to use. You, it would be good for you guys to use Bitcoin and a stable coin because of the volatility, the current volatility mm-hmm. now. Um, because but like other people who aren't investors, they do need um, thing. They they will they will they can't really take uh, they they can't really handle the volatility. Yeah. But I don't know. I just uh, I'm not too sure about that. I'm seeing people right now. They prefer using Bitcoin <laughs> as okay. as a medium of exchange because like remember as the folk traders who want to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was really surprised by that. I never knew that. I never knew that individuals were using Bitcoin as a medium of exchange. Um, because it's much better than the US dollar. Yeah, of course. So you have to do trans- to do it's do faster, you have less yeah. fees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, even more, the Lightning Network. Yeah. Are yeah. you using the Lightning Network? Yes, yes, I, I definitely use the Lightning Network. Okay. Um, what are you doing? With the Lightning Network. Because the nice thing about the Lightning Network is that um, you don't need any information. You just download the application. So whenever I'm entrepreneuring individuals, like, okay, how can I get access to, to, to Bitcoin? Or I want to buy Bitcoin. Um, uh, how, how can I get it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, um, just download this application. Mm-hmm. Which one do you use? Um, well, I, I've got I've got multiple. I yeah. use um, Wallet of Satoshi, Blue Wallet, um, Moon Wallet, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, the, the, those those, three. those, yeah. those, those, mm-hmm. those three. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm saying, just download this application. Just download the the, the, the wallet. You know. You and, know then? and then and then I'm like, okay, listen. Then you can give me the money. I send you the I send you your Bitcoin, right? And it happens instantly. It's an instant yeah. transaction. Okay, so um, where do you get lightning from? Lightning from? Um, I mean, you uh, earn yeah, Bitcoin yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that, and then you exchange it into lightning, or do you earn lightning somehow, or do you have friends all around the world who send you a little mm-hmm. bit here yeah, and there? Little, little, little okay, so um, well, these, I, I play, I, I've, I've now started also starting play, playing these video games, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bitcoin games. CBD um, or Thunder games, yeah, or both? Yeah, or I, I, I don't know about the CBD, I, I've been meaning to try. Uh-huh. I, I tried Thunder games, they've always won that much though, but um, yeah, I, I just I recently tried Thunder games. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm getting, so I can earn through that way. Also, whenever, um, remember, I, we, we host spaces with, with, with big, uh, uh, thing, yeah, yeah. Big, and they give out up to about, they give out up to 100,000 Satoshis to 50,000 Satoshis every week. To um, the community, yeah, to to because mm-hmm. every week we're uh, interviewing a new community mm-hmm. in a different country, mm-hmm. um, and Lucas is just a really generous guy. He was, mm-hmm. I think, he was one of the, uh, the people who created it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so every week he 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 um, he also space. I, I, I believe even when I first got onto, um, when I first got when I first found Blow Up and um, these guys just they were, like they heard my story. They're like, "Yo, we want to hear your story," and they sent me so much Bitcoin. It was, it was insane. But they sent me through Lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So most of the most of the money is just um, um, uh, coming from from other Bitcoiners, comes from Lightning and mm-hmm. stuff. And it, even when I want to, when I whenever I want to do transactions with my uncles or my friends who are just getting into Bitcoin, instead of them having to do KYC and do Luna Moon Wallet, which is very complicated and stuff, mm-hmm. I just say download Lightning. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah. just a but, a little but, um, yeah. you can also do that with Bitcoin, yeah? I mean, mm. in the Moon Wallet or in the Blue Wallet, you have Bitcoin and Lightning. Yes, 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 you and you can use, that. and you don't have to KYC that there yeah. too when they only get the money peer to peer, like from you or yes. from someone else, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 So the, the only challenge is that um, all my Bitcoin is always working 
<laughs> in Celsius for those. They are all yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my money's working. My money's. And because yeah. the reason, reason why that's also very important is because um, I got into I got into Bitcoin in twenty in twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. And the market has always just been it's been very volatile. Mm-hmm. It's been actually going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I. I'm a value investor. Mm-hmm. I love that the market is going down. Mm-hmm. I actually hope that it goes down for maybe another two years <laughs> so that I can just keep acquiring mm-hmm. as much Bitcoin as cheap as possible. Mm-hmm. But now, if, I, if you orange peel someone, mm-hmm. and the first question that they're going to ask you is, did you make money? Yeah. And if I didn't, if I wasn't doing the Celsius thing, my answer would have been, oh no, I've lost 50% of yeah. my accounts. Yeah. You know, and they were like, oh, so Bitcoin is a scam, it's rubbish. But now, because of the Celsius thing, I can always say, yeah, I'm, I'm actually making close to five hundred dollars every month from Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of an incentive to say, oh, oh, so maybe Bitcoin, I can do, I can actually own Bitcoin, and it's a good way because it, it changes the narrative of 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 just owning Bitcoin through, um, uh, through trading uh, yeah, or, 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 or just, going up. Oh yeah, are you, are you just waiting for capital gains appreciation? Yeah, right, um, to you actually just earning Bitcoin every month exactly. and buying more and more Bitcoin every because month. Because the scams tell you you get 100% profit in three months. Yeah? And the people believe oh. it because they lack financial basic ed- yeah. education. So Actually, five, so my uncle, because I had two uncles, and it was really surprising because these, these guys are brothers. And they got scams because he believed that they can earn about 5,000, 5, no, 5%. Return every day. I'm like every <laughs> like that's and that's and we were earning through Bitcoin trading. I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. no uh. you really that's that's not the case. Like, that's really not the case. And it's bad because they 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 really tense the image of the financial industry. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it's what's surprising is that there's scams in almost every industry. Mm-hmm. Whether you're doing logistics, um, whether there are also doing, scams with yeah. local currency or US dollars. Yeah you yeah and and, and thing you know. So I'm always surprised how people like. As soon as you, you you say finance and online, people are just like no. I remember this one girl. She's just like no online online finance. No, mm-hmm. they, they don't bother me. I, I don't want to because they just automatically assume that it is it's, it's a scam. Mm-hmm. But the world is becoming digital, so I feel yeah. like yeah. I, I don't know why people are always trying to fight progress. You know, I feel like the young people and individuals will always just try to fight um, progress. They they. They're scared. Yeah, they're scared of change. Mm, exactly. But I think that's exactly the thing that one like us should do in communicating Bitcoin. Also um, acknowledging their fears and yeah. talk to their fears and try to uh, calm them in that way or help them to understand and have, get a little bit of security. That's why I think the, the, the meetups here mm. that we were able to, to set up a group uh, yeah. on WhatsApp uh, yeah. for here, Bitcoin in Zimbabwe and Bitcoin only. Uh, I think it's very important that you have those regular meetups on the ground mm. where people can really come and speak with you. And it's not just online, you know? Yeah. That's what I was also trying to, also trying to talk because, like, as soon as I set up the meeting, was that was like the first things we need to establish is good, good communication, right? Mm-hmm. And um, communication, on, I believe, on WhatsApp is not going to be um, that effective because if I send you a long paragraph explaining mm-hmm. how a node works, mm-hmm. why a node is important, mm-hmm. or uh, Bitcoin mining, mm-hmm. or um, my referral system. And very few people are actually going to read it. They're going to be like, they're, they're very busy. They don't have time to do this, mm-hmm. right? Um, or they, or they just say, oh, this is not a scam, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're on the ground, if you do, if you can do actually a regular meetup, mm-hmm. and you can talk to people, okay, this is this is this is the actual um, hard wallet. That's wallets. a hard <laughs> This is hard wallet. This is hard Hardware. Works. Oh, hardware. Sorry. <laughs> hardware. Hardware. Right? Yeah. And this is how it works. And yeah. if you show them how it works in person, exactly. they will 
they, they will they will actually understand it. They will they will actually think, right? And then they can even if they bring in new people, individual, they will be more open to understand it. And like you sending them a long paragraph, they're just going to read oh Bitcoin mm-hmm. or another scam, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So meetups are very good. Mm-hmm. I'm also wanted to encourage um, Twitter, 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 Twitter Spaces. Where we can actually yeah. um, discuss, d- 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 um, have discussions, you know, in depth discussions and stuff. Just yesterday, I saw that Twitter now is setting up Twitter groups, mm-hmm. Twitter communities. Really? So, yeah, so you can basically have communication on Twitter, like on WhatsApp and things mm-hmm. like that, but on Twitter. So, uh, I just uh, f- uh, opened a Bitcoin for Fairness uh, Twitter oh, community oh, yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. So, and yeah, I hope you will join. Yeah, I will oh, send you the invitation. Yeah. And, yeah, so um, there, exactly. So Trezor was so nice to sponsor uh, or donate um, some hardware wallets. And I want to give you those two for the other Bitcoiners in Bulawayo, because I know it's not possible to get hardware wallets here, right? It isn't. Yeah, it isn't. It's, I've, so you so remember when I talked about how sanctions, um, uh, when it comes to trade blocks, mm-hmm. right? Um, supply chains, supply chains disruptions, and trade blocks, as that's like um, they, 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 they isolate this Huawei from being able to be able to just get um, basic certain, certain trades, and then when they destroyed and isolated the, the market, or let me say, when when the market got destroyed because maybe hyperinflation and also the um, um, the, the restrictions on, on certain goods. Um, these guys who usually like the, the normal channels of shipments to Zimbabwe aren't available anymore mm-hmm. because it's not really profitable, yeah. right? So the cost of shipping most things in Zimbabwe is significantly high. Exactly, it's and you really also high. you also have customs because mm-hmm. these wallets were sent here uh, with UPS, and um, then I had to pay two hundred sixty US dollars to get wow. them. Yeah, two hundred sixty dollars yeah. just to bring, and this is this to get is the, small. to get to get them. I mean oh, the okay. the. I or think it, it they don't. They yet. didn't really know what's inside, mm. but they just thought, okay, that's of that size, uh, so we let them pay two hundred sixty. How did you bring in? Were you, sh- were you shipping or flight? No, it was sh- shipping this oh, time. Shipping. The last yeah. time I brought it in with flight, but uh, to be honest, I was happy that I didn't this time. I mean, I was lucky, but the second flight from Zambia to oh. Zimbabwe three days ago. Everybody, even if you said, I don't have anything to declare, they scanned all our luggage. Really? Yes. And they opened my, my, my suitcase and they wanted to know if my podcasting devices, if this is something new. <laughs> and uh, because then I would have had to pay, of well, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they always want money for, for, for that. That's what I'm saying. The cost, the, when I say Zimbabwe is the highest tax, one of the highest country, tax countries in Zimbabwe, um, in Africa. I mean, if you bring in a second-hand car, you have to pay 100% in duty. Yeah. 100% in duty. 100%, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, to just bring in a car, just cross borders mm-hmm. with the thing. Yeah, uh, so like even when, when I, because, and this is also like, like even when I wanted to, because I remember I'm also, I'm also mostly kind of entrepreneur, and I was sitting at my a personal personal training um, gym in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like, I was wanting to buy equipment, right? Yeah. And now I was thinking, so like, what I wanted to, I wanted to buy this one home gym machine. Mm-hmm. It only costs about a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. To bring it in will cost me a thousand, a thousand dollars. That's crazy. And do you use runners? 
um, those he's, he's, guys from coming from South Africa to yeah, the country? Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, so I ended up saying, okay, China is too expensive. Mm-hmm. Let me look. Let me look at in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I found a gym. I don't know if you know an application called Gumtree. Mm-hmm. It's a second hand. Yeah. yeah, it's a second hand um, thing. Mm-hmm. And they were selling. A, you were selling a brand new uh, gym equipment. Then I'm like. We called them Malachas. So I talked to my the guy on the Malachi guy, like, hey, can you bring it? Can you bring this in for me? He's like, all right, cool. He took the machine. And, then he, and the nice thing about these Malachas is that those guys, I don't know if they have the connections, they pay people. Mm-hmm. So um, when I used him by the border, you only had to take out 20 bucks. Okay. <laughs> for that machine, I would have taken out, normally, would have taken out like, mm-hmm. It's maybe like a hundred or something, way, way, way more, two hundred dollars. So dollars. you always have to find your way around things here. You do, you do. Every day there's something to manage. Mm-hmm. You basically can't concentrate on your work because you yeah. always have to manage stuff. Yeah, yeah. so let's actually get into that because that's actually, yeah. um, kind, of, kind of important. So the, so the first one was um, power cuts. So I want a personal gym. And in the night, because I did not power for four months, some of my clients, my, 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 my clients in the night um, left, you know, mm-hmm. someone who was also running a lodge in the same neighborhood. These guys, these guys uh, um, need power. Mm-hmm. The customers things, mm-hmm. the, the like telecom, the chicken added, there's also like a, a big my chicken manufacturer, right? These guys, all the cables are selling and it disrupts all the businesses. Yeah. It really, it can actually, sometimes it can kill your business, right? Because of these small things. Mm-hmm. That's just electricity. Mm-hmm. Let's look at, um, let's look at um, our finance, right? Uh, when you wanted to get your money, I remember in 2008, it got so bad that you wake up at 2 a.m. We still wake up, by the way. <laughs> you still wake up and, and, and have these massive queues. But you wake up at 2 a.m. and um, you queue almost the whole day in order to only get up to $2 or a dollar mm-hmm. worth of cash. Yeah. And sometimes you can queue and they'll say there's no money. It's no money in my left. Yeah, I know, yeah. Right? Uh, you look at the pension sector, $3.5 billion was, was looted from old Mutual, right? Uh, Mutual. And people's pensions, people were only getting $60, $60 a month, mm-hmm. right, as a pension, which is absolutely nothing. nothing. People die because yeah. of, from common illnesses because they can't afford medication mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah, and people have to do this massive, old people have to wait in line mm-hmm. for, 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 for months and months mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. To, to realize that some, you, your pension isn't even there anymore. So yeah. basically people die because of the mismanagement of the country. That's people, the thing. People literally die. Yeah. Lives have really been lost. And I believe, so the, the, the challenge, I think one of the, the thing about, about Africa and even just in most of the world, but it, it, it really applies to, to Africa is um, people aren't, epi- um, aren't, aren't empathetic to, uh, oh, sorry, are, are empathetic to, to, to the situation in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Like, why should we care? This, it's, it's a dictatorship. Why should we think? Why should we even try changing it? Yeah. Um, or, so, and also, they, they, they never want to have these hard conversations mm-hmm. that, do you understand that you are a part, you can't join this, 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 this um, political opposition or party. Like, my, I had my, I did it this one girl, and we woke up recently, and because she joined the, um, this, this political party mm-hmm. because she believed that was a solution to her acquiring wealth mm-hmm. and which is very which is very bad because if you're getting into government and this is what she said i want to get into government because i want to i want to eat kfc every day i want to do my hair i want to do my nails mm-hmm. i want to buy a car for myself mm-hmm. i want to buy a house for myself mm-hmm. you're saying that i want to join government 
governments whose job is to um, capital allocation to improve the lives of citizens. I want to join government so that I can obtain capital so that I can improve my own life. And this is, this is how you just show, this is how you see um, the individuals that are in government. These are people who get in government and they misallocate capital because they care about their own needs mm -hmm. instead, of, instead of doing the actual job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I did one of the flaws of that. Um, and then, so I try to explain so every day that, you know, people are literally dying, mm -hmm. are actually dying. Fe um, mothers, um, mothers in hospitals, there is no cancer machine. Uh, any, there are no cancer machines, right? Because instead of buying cancer machines, there's not, there's not a single one. Mm -hmm. Instead of buying a cancer machine that costs $2 million, they'll buy, they'll either give their, their, their friends and friends, um, um, what you call it, these, 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 um, uh, these cars. Actually, actually, I was actually staying at one of the other guys. I believe he might be political. Well, I know, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> the house he had, mm -hmm. you cannot, you, if you, even if you took your phone, you cannot, you like, you cannot take a picture of the whole entire house. You have to go so round and round. And uh -huh. Massive houses, for uh -huh. what? Uh -huh. With using whose who's funds, mm -hmm. right? Um, and you try, to talk, you try to say that, okay, guys, um, We've seen, I mean, UK, you've, I know you, you assume you can get rich, but you've seen what is done to our nation. Zimbabwe used to be the best, the, the best in SADC, mm -hmm. right? And this is, this, is, this is word, this is a quotation from Robert Mugabe, the former president, the former, pilot, the mm -hmm. former president of Zimbabwe. Um, you, he would have he would have gone on the record of being uh, the longest president in, in mm -hmm. dictatorship in Africa mm -hmm. if he had just stayed for four more years. <laughs> um, but he says, we have disgraced, disgraced ourselves, right? Disgraced ourselves um, by not allowing de de democratic um, de um, and democratic election. We, were we have disgraced ourselves because we used to be the best, we used to be the breadbasket of SADAC. And now, we are the we 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 were we um we were the worst. Right? But it's his government that made that that was under his. Oh, he's now because because remember he got taken off through a military coup. Yeah. Yeah. So through Emerson by Emerson Nanga, so he was like, oh Emerson Nanga, you weren't you weren't democratically elected, right? And now he's blaming it on 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 on, on him, saying that he should have allowed a democratic um, process. Do you think? And you always find that with these these guys in the PF saying, oh. Um, the problem is that we are not allowing democratic, but then you are part of Zanu PF, mm -hmm. you know. So um, the only reason, the only, the, the only, the, the, one of the reasons why we are uh, are here in a world where eight, four, and five billion people um, live under authoritarian regimes is right. It's because um, the four point two, I think you said eight. I know, it's like, oh, 4.8. <laughs> it's 8, it's the whole world. Yeah, 4.2 or something. Oh, yeah, 4.2, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah. On the, even on the 13 regimes, is because um, um, there's, there's a quote that says that the world isn't, the, the world isn't evil because of the, uh, the, the people that, that do bad. The world is evil because um, the good people look and do nothing about it, right? You never want to have these, these, these actual conversations that, listen, mm -hmm. um, there's so much wrong in this world mm -hmm. and you can't do that. Mm -hmm. He, he, this guy is your friend. He's your, he's your, he's your brother. He's your, he's your, my, was my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Was one of my closest friends. I mean, I, I, I know people who I grew up with, who are generally good people, mm -hmm. and I can see them working with it. Like, and the, it's not only are they working with ZPF, but they're proud mm -hmm. to work with ZPF. To be a part of it. They, they wear their colors. They will post on the mm -hmm. I'm like, but you, you know that lives are being lost. 
you know that these guys have disordered country. Mm. And even if you have the conversation, they say they actually know these facts, right? But they still they still go on and be proud of what these guys are doing. And they and they, they also believe that um that there is no other better solution or stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's it's quite tricky. Yeah, that's really sad and I know because like people I also you know mm-hmm. not so many listen to this kind of podcasts than mm-hmm. to the other ones like investing and yeah, no, price no, go no, up no, and no, things no. like that. So, um, okay, we should come to an end because mm-hmm. I think we're already talking over an hour or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting. That's mm-hmm. not the point. Um, I would like to talk with you a little bit about the Lightning Network um, and the possibilities for you to set up a Lightning node here. Yes, I've been dying to do that. Because I, I, um, so the, the reason why I also kind of wanted to create a community as well with, um, and in Zimbabwe, but actually, be, because I global Bitcoin Fest mm-hmm. interviews communities all over the world, all over the world, is that I wanted to, I, I, I need to talk to them with my team. I haven't discussed, I haven't discussed, we're having a meeting soon. But I wanted to say that um, as as we, when we ever, whenever we interview um, uh, people in these countries, we should try to recommend that they create um, communities. Mm-hmm. And in these communities, we have different um, Bitcoiners, right? You have Bitcoin miners, mm-hmm. Bitcoin node miners, mm-hmm. people who supply um, uh, maybe like hardware wallet, hard, mm-hmm. hardware wallets, mm-hmm. uh, hardware, sorry. Yes. Um, you have individuals who who are setting up exchanges, some people who are trying to, maybe trying to make illegal tendency currencies. And mm-hmm. then you compare um, the competitive advantages, who has a better competitive advantage mm-hmm. in mining, mm-hmm. in running a node mm-hmm. in this, and then you can say, okay, maybe we should, maybe, so then then you know what is more profitable to do in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So um, the problem is, I guess, that you don't have a Raspberry Pi to set it up, right? Yeah. So what yeah. I want to do is yeah. I want to ask our listeners and the followers of Bitcoin for Fairness mm-hmm. to donate uh, so that we can, that you can get a Raspberry Pi maybe in South Africa and get it delivered. Yeah, to your yeah. place. That'll be great. Yeah, be so that you can set up a node here because uh, Africa needs lightning nodes and it Bitcoin does. full nodes. Yeah, it does because I mean, we're the one of the people that have been because Zimbabwe has literally been isolated mm-hmm. from the whole world, mm-hmm. right? We we and we didn't do the citizens didn't do anything to deserve that. Mm-hmm. Even Russian citizens exactly didn't des- exactly. Didn't do it's it's it. I say the same. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I, I do so I really do think that I really wanted to run a nulling node and I wanted to see um, the, the channels what the traffic would be like mm-hmm. so I can actually provide the actual numbers and then people say okay yeah um, this, and, is, this, this is important and you know what you then also mm-hmm. can do mm-hmm. you can set up um, web pages for your friends mm-hmm. who are maybe content creators or YouTubers mm-hmm. and then you can earn lightning uh, with your own Lightning node. Oh, so wow. you install the BTC Pay server, yeah. you uh, run a WordPress website, yeah. for instance, and that you can connect that. And then you have uh, like a plugin on your website where you can charge people for downloading something, yeah. or you can s- set up your own podcast yeah. and host it yeah. and get uh, sats back from the listeners. Yeah. So these are all things that you th- then can do here, and then you are basically your own bank. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's something I definitely want to do because I really want to because the challenge with me also sometimes is that 
people will say, hi, Alexandria, I'm interested in Bitcoin. How, how can I set up a node? How can I do that? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't have the actual experience. Yeah. I can't tell them. So yeah. when I, if I actually had the experience, like if I had a computer that I could actually connect a node to, and I run a node and I run the numbers yes. and everything, and I'm like, okay, um, this is how it works. This is the cost. Okay. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do from them. Mm -hmm. and then, exactly. And then, you know. and, and you also don't have a computer, or do you have a computer? Uh, no. no. Yeah, <laughs> I, okay, it's I'm too expensive. I learned that yeah. yesterday, to be honest. Mm. I realized yesterday that even my friend, who's a teacher uh, and school director, she doesn't even earn enough to pay the rent. Yeah. You, and then I thought, today in the morning, I thought, but then they can't afford computers. You, you, <laughs> you, you can't afford, that's the thing. Um, when he talks, when um, uh, Steve Down the Moon talks about um, hyperinflation and destruction of a of a country, you know, you 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 first hyper like okay, so a country hyperinflates, it's lo it loses its, its currency or medium of exchange, right? And so the first thing that goes is luxury services because first people can't afford luxury services, mm -hmm. and then the second thing that goes is needs because people can't afford basic needs, mm -hmm. right? And that's why even I think um, um, Ayn Rand, I don't know if you read Ayn the book, Rand, yeah. yeah. She talks about how um, these guys these guys don't want to take you to um, um, pre-word. They want you to, they wanted to take you to pre-existence, meaning that they will you you they will take you to a point where you don't exist anymore. You you, you die because of this government mismanagement. Mm. And if you don't do anything about it, you know. So it's, it's really up to you to gain this knowledge. Uh, to be self-sovereign, to really work hard, to do the things that most people don't want to do. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people, they they um, they'll have the occasional just um, let me talk to my friend. And I, I, I tell orange my people my Bitcoin friend, but they you, you you actually need to make more of an effort. What is the hard thing? What are the things that people don't do? Mm -hmm. Talking to, going to people, trying to create communities, mm -hmm. trying to want to know it. You know, mm -hmm. doing the hard work that actually gets you there. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, if they won't, they are not even interested. Oh, it needs it needs work. Mm -hmm. I have to read a book on Bitcoin. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. You know. So yeah. Okay, so we make a bigger donation or try to make a bigger donation to you so that you can afford a computer and a lightning note. Okay, so now we were just talking about books and yes, I remembered <laughs> I wanted to give you my book about Bitcoin. Um, and also I brought a third hardware wallet because you if you really set up a node and all the other things and you try to get more people into the bitcoin community here it will be good to have those yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and definitely. i really look for the thing but i really appreciate this book because i love to read i'm a i'm a, I'm a, I'm a book fanatic i've i um one of book uh one of things always your main quote is that um uh uh the, um the only noble coin for life, the only the only payment for life is, is to gain knowledge, right? Exactly. Is the only way you can sustain life is to gain knowledge. So man can either be a rational being or a suicidal animal. But, uh, and that's the great thing because mm -hmm. knowledge, nobody can take away your knowledge. No you have it in here yeah. and nobody can take it away. It's the mm -hmm. same with the sea trace. If you have it in here, nobody yeah, no can, can take, take it, it away. away. Yeah, and you can move away. everywhere with it. Mm. Yeah, so. Yes, thank you. I know someone who's going to definitely be so excited to, <laughs> to, 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 to have this. And I really want to look for the people that are really going to use these ones. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you, you will find, you know, um, there are enough good YouTube uh, tutorials on how to set it up and to store your seed. There's also in my book, um, I have like 
some rules about how mm. to safely store your seed and things yeah. like that. And yes, so is there anything, a last word that you want to tell to the people abroad who are listening and watching to our interview about Bitcoin in Zimbabwe or, or how they can support you? Okay, yeah, um, I just, yeah, so the main thing that we really want to push is that um, is, is communities, right? I really, the, the one of the biggest ways of, of supporting is is as is if, if they can contact me in the different, especially if they're in Africa, contact me. Um, let me know your, your, if you have a community, and then we can talk about how much it costs to to run these things. Mm -hmm. Because the main thing, the main the main thing as an investor is you first need to um, weigh your opportunity costs on running a node, uh, running Bitcoin, running uh, or, or running um, buying a machine and stuff, right? And then when when you know have that all that information, you can now say, okay, I'm willing to put this much capital into mm -hmm. that. So that's the first thing. And um, yeah, um, yeah. So please contact me because I also work with Bitcoin Fest, mm -hmm. and we can have these we can have these discussions. Um, just even like learning how much it costs to just do a simple like, um, meetup, you know. But mm -hmm. I think the issue, I really want to. I think it should be it should be really as low cost as possible because yeah. Bitcoiners are trying to save as much capital exactly. to 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 buy more Bitcoin. <laughs> it's yeah. like And yeah, I mean uh, the node, the computer would be really really. I mean yes. yeah, because like I. I um, uh, like when I when I wanted to I wanted to run a node, and then, like, then I remember that you I needed a machine. And I was like it's the cost of buying a machine, <laughs> mm -hmm. and um, like I, I really wanted to like I really wanted to run a node. I really wanted to have a yeah. hardware wallet, but it's it's, so, it's never been really that affordable. Okay, so, so yeah. um, do you think a thousand USD would be feasible to get a computer? Uh, the Raspberry Pi yeah. costs a little, I think, two hundred fifty yeah. USD or something. Yeah, and then maybe you can even buy. Um, with the change, um, our uh, S9. <laughs> Minor. Uh, yeah, I'm like, not sure <laughs> if they are not more expensive than well, that. I'll just I'll, I'll find the capital because the one thing that I've, okay. I've been I've been really looking forward. I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll even put a bit more capital if, if if I need to so that I know what it costs to run to run a mining machine. Okay, you want so, to try that? Yeah. because yeah, I mean, as I said, Zimbabwe has the cheapest form of electricity mm -hmm. in Zimbabwe, so it could be a good form of, of splitting adoption. Yeah. Right? So I really want to know everything. So like when people ask me, what is the cost for what is the cost for running a node? What is the cost for running a mine? Mm -hmm. what, what, where did I get this? Where did I get that? Mm -hmm. What is the post? What are the steps you took you know, to get that? So that I really know first and I can give them first hand information. Mm -hmm. And then on the bigger community, I can share all that information and stuff. So yeah, that would be that would be more than half. Okay, yeah. cool. So then, know. people, um, if you're watching and listening and want to donate uh, to Alexandria's project to set up a lightning node here, mm -hmm. and uh, for him to be able to buy a computer, mm -hmm. then go to the website Bitcoin for Fairness. That's bffbtc.org. and there you will find uh, a donation page where you can donate to his project, like setting up a lightning node in Zimbabwe. Nice. And please donate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just as much as you can, it'll really go a long way yeah. in, in, in creating this, because I really want to I really want to create a bigger community. Cool. Yeah. So, and where, where can people find you? At, on Twitter, I think? Yes, so you can find me um, on Twitter, um, Alexandre the Great, or, um, or we can, you can um, find our, our, our space Global Bitcoin, um, Global Bitcoin uh, Fest. We've been doing this. Before. We've been doing this. This is a new space, 
and I think you really love it because we get into the insights of each individual country, and you get to see what other Bitcoiners are doing, and you can get you can get insight or you can it can inspire you to 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 do your own projects and hard works and stuff. And you also you can also earn your own reward, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might be lucky true. enough to 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 win a hundred thousand sites um, by joining us. So yeah, please please sign in. Okay, Thank you so much. Cool. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much for coming. Uh, have a good trip home and we stay in contact, I'd say. Yes, uh, setting up this donation page. Yes, please do. Thank you very much. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. As I said, if you want to donate to St. Anne's School for new computers, books, and things like they really need, please go to bffbtc.org slash school donation in one word. Bffbtc.org dot org slash school donation if you've enjoyed my show so far please subscribe to youtube to my youtube channel and also to my newsletter at anita.link slash news a special thank you goes out to the human rights foundation to okcoin and to leden for supporting the work of bitcoin for fairness and this time for the Zimbabwean travel, also to Dressor for donating hardware wallets for my academy participants. Thank you very much. And see you soon at the next episode of the Anita Post Show.